Blackhawks Live. Fire, score! Go Blackhawks! That's hockey, baby! From the downtown studios of WGN Radio. Patrick Kane in the lightning zone. He shoots and scores! Patrick Kane for the high slot! Time to talk hockey. I, I just, I like the effort. Win or lose, I like the effort. Time to talk Hawks. Everyone's excited. Everyone's upbeat after that one. And nice to get two points out of night like tonight, too. It's time for Blackhawks Live. To break it, twisting and turning down the slot. He takes and shoots. He scores! Oh-ho! Here's Joe Brand with Chris Bowden. Hello, Chicago! It's go time! Well, the magic number is now three. And no, unfortunately, that's not for a postseason berth. That is the number of shows we got remaining here. Blackhawks Live, 720 WGN. He's Chris Bowden. I'm Joe Brand. And Chris, only three more shows that we get to talk about Blackhawks hockey. We would have liked to have done more. We would have. Extended this into uh, May and whatnot. But uh, unfortunately, the uh, yes, the, the postseason drought continues. Uh, hoping you would have changed the luck this year, Joe, as pre and post <laughs> I, since my I, had best. A, I had a nice four-year drought <laughs> as, as soon as I got the gig. No, po- no playoff hockey, and that <laughs> well, would have been that's the o- not true. That that's not true. That would have been the only time I, I, I would have traveled too. Well, yes, the, the one exception with the asterisk was was the bubble, but uh, nobody was going to the bubble. You're you're much more than an asterisk, though, uh, Chris Bowden. Uh, yes, just th- the first part of that. I think the first part <laughs> of that word. Uh, three more left. Uh, it's crazy to think, but uh, a lot of the highlights from the great Ernie Scatton during that open came from Thursday night's game last Thursday night. A fantastic ceremony. Ceremony for the great Pat Foley, who is riding off onto the sunset, or as Nick Olchek put it, uh, out into the 18th tee, uh, as he has now concluded his career as the Blackhawks television announcer. What a cool day at the United Center. What a cool ceremony. The Hawks always do such a good job with all that. And uh, they were able to put the cherry on top in two points with a shootout win. I loved your tweet, how uh, you were saying the hockey gods want Pat Foley to just broadcast hockey yeah, just the, a little bit more. The Blackhawks just stretch that out as far as, you know, how about like a twenty round shootout? That uh, that would have that would have really <laughs> bring been the in cherry Seabrook, on top. bring yeah. in Hosa. That would have really put the cherry on top. But yes, unfortunately, the Blackhawks lose uh, lose a four two lead in that third period against the Sharks. But I guess uh, there was uh, yeah some. Uh, uh, stars aligning there in order for Pat to uh, continue stretching out his time on the microphone. In the end, uh, they ended up uh, sealing the deal with the cat taking care of business on one end and Kevin Lincoln and doing the job on the other. The other big news from that game was Jonathan Taves' comments kind of calling out his team, saying, you know, we're playing at the United Center, we're playing in front of 20,000 people a day, and we got to give them our all. There's no reason we should be taking games off. And really, since those comments, the Blackhawks have been put in, putting up, for the most part, solid efforts against some good teams. They Again, they beat the San Jose Sharks. They fell to Nashville on Saturday by just one goal. And then even last night's game, a 5-2 loss does not tell the story of how it happened. We were kind of chatting before the show and it was it was kind of a weird game because the start wasn't the greatest but everyone seemed to have made adjustments, including Kevin Lankinen because he didn't cough up another goal after allowing his third on 12 shots on goal in that first period. And that's at least what you like to see with a team that's heading into a rebuild or part of a rebuild now is adjustments being made mid-game and being very competitive against a very good team for the most part. Well, let's see if if, if Kevin can spring. You know, we've been saying this for weeks now, pretty much since the trade deadline, since Mark Andre Fleury, and we'll talk about him in a moment too. Yeah. Um, that that Kevin was going to get the bulk of the starts, nine of the last eleven now, and it's still been a bit of a roller coaster. But um, 
two of those three goals in the first period. You can't really blame him. Yes, uh, maybe the uh, uh, the elite goaltenders stop maybe one of those two mm-hmm. redirects. Um, just some some tough luck there with between traffic and, and some great redirects by a very impressive Calgary team. But uh, and then two empty net goals after that. So uh, and he made some highlight real saves. I think he was even one of the top ten on Sports Center with the uh, uh, the one save he made uh, off the, off the blocker. I believe it was so. Um, you know, I don't know how many of the more of these that, that Kevin's going to get. Although the, the games, um, you know, we have a back to back Arizona and LA coming up uh, tomorrow and Thursday, and then uh, Saturday, Monday. Uh, you know, uh, we'll we'll see if he gets. I would imagine probably four of those six at least. And I would think so. Yeah, well, one, one last. Um, I don't know. Uh, upgrade on his resume, real perhaps. Uh, you know, trying to impress the bosses here. And if uh, they decide that uh, they want to start looking elsewhere for the goalies and there are, uh, you know, the Blackhawks goaltending situation is pretty much free agency across the board within the system here. Um, they have to do some some other shopping in the offseason if like, it's not the guy. You bring up an interesting point because, yeah, Arizona on Wednesday, or tomorrow rather, and then L.A. on Thursday. And Colin Delia's best game of the year came against the Kings in L.A., which mm-hmm. was very close to his hometown. Against... Yeah, I imagine you get another crack at that. Yeah, yeah. but but it'd be interesting, you know. Do, do they want to go that route? Would you throw in Colin Delia against maybe a lesser opponent of the Arizona Coyotes? It, it, it's all you don't know you don't know what what Derek King is thinking um the Blackhawks are kind of banged up right now too the, that's the other thing as of yesterday Derek King said it didn't really look like Kirby Doc was going to go on the road trip uh Mackenzie Entwistle might be a little bit questionable because uh he injured or I shouldn't say injured but he left yesterday's game in the first period after taking a hard hit from Trevor Lewis but I, be, I believe both their right shoulders mm-hmm. um You'd really like to see Kirby Doc finish out the year strong. You'd really like to see Mackenzie Entwistle uh, for different reasons for both guys. But um, there's so much talk, so much thought about the future pieces of this rebuild. And those are guys you'd really like to see kind of finish out. So kind of an unfortunate ending. And it's Again, there's still six games left. We don't know what's going to happen. But if it is the end of the season for them. And Connor Murphy to a regard in that point too uh, but yeah the Hawks are a little bit banged up right now yeah and I think there's some some consideration now even though Connor's back on the ice whether you know to, to let him come back before the end of the season the Blackhawks certainly have enough uh, young defenseman options but they also have to take into consideration you know uh, what some of these kids can do down at Rockford should they be able to earn a playoff berth and uh, the magic number I think is five going into tonight's game against the Wolves you know uh, who I think are leading the AHL, but the Ice Hogs have been very successful against, you know, uh, have some of these young defensemen, you know, uh, they will in time return to the Ice Hogs if they make the playoffs, but uh, have some of these young defensemen get some exposure here at the top level. And to be quite honest, the guy we're talking to a little bit later on here and Alec Regula, yes, there are fits and starts with all these very young defensemen, but here's a couple of guys with size and uh, have been playing pretty darn well of late. Even Vlasic last night, he saved a goal that was ready to trickle in, but yep. he jumped on top of it on the crease and was able to clear it out. So uh, you like to see these steps moving forward, even though it's an inexact process with such young defensemen at this level. 
Uh, Alec Regula picking up his first NHL goal as well in yesterday's game. Pretty cool story that his his mom made it a last-minute decision to head on over to the United Center. Uh, Our guest this week will be Alex Vlasic, and uh, we're going to talk to him actually about that transparency between Kyle Davidson and these young players, between Derek King and these young players, and how this is just my observation, but everyone just seems to be on board. Uh, We haven't even gotten to the topic of Lucas Reichel being sent back down to Rockford Mm -hmm. yet. Um, but that is not a surprise, and I, I think the only surprise that has come recently is the fact that he hit his 10th game, which burns the opening year of his entry-level contract. That's a whole other conversation in itself. I do see the upside of him playing more than nine games, more so than I do see the downside, uh, considering where the Blackhawks are in their state, their financial ties for the next couple of years, and how that entry-level contract would really affect them in a couple of years. Uh but again, Kyle Davidson and Derek King have talked so much about how valuable the Rockford Ice Hogs are right now for this team because they're on a playoff push. This is a perfect opportunity for those young players to go down there, play some uh, competitive playoff atmosphere like hockey, if not even getting to the postseason. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alec Regula, when he got called up the other day, he was saying, you know, I'm kind of excited to go back down to the AHL. He's like, it's a little weird saying it, <laughs> right. uh, but you understand. And our buddy Troy Murray was like, I think that's cool. I think that's cool that he's you know ready to go back down and, and play those winning type, type hockey games. And unfortunately, that's just not the situation with the Hawks right now. Uh, but it's a unique situation. It seems like the Blackhawks are taking advantage of it. More importantly, they're being transparent with these young guys, which it could be very easy to see these young guys get very greedy, uh, get self-centered, be like, no, I want to play. I'm here in the NHL. I need to make a name for myself. I need to be on the NHL ice. And they just they understand. And I think that's going to be important for the next couple of years in this rebuild. Yeah, and, and while they've been kind of spoon-feeding some of these young defensemen, giving them a taste and seeing how they react to the NHL, uh, by the same token, the guys that they are bringing up, it's been interesting watching You know who gets the promotions here uh, during the course of the season because we haven't seen Ian Mitchell for a long time. We haven't True. seen Wyatt Kalanick for a long Isaac time. Isaac Phillips. Or, or Nicholas Bodan. Um, and I'm sitting here looking at some of the numbers uh, heading into tonight's game uh, that, that some of these young defensemen have had. Uh, Derek King a while ago said, it's all based on merit, how they're playing down there, and mm-hmm. then we'll bring them up. So you knew Regula and Vlasic were doing good things with their opportunities. Um, Phillips threw 57 games, 8 goals, 12 assists, a plus 1. Kalanuk, uh through 45 games. Um, I think he was banged up a little bit because he hasn't had a whole lot of time up here. Uh, Kalanuk, seven goals, 14 assists, a minus seven. Ian Mitchell, 53 games down there. Ten goals, 23 assists, so he's finding a little bit of offensive rhythm down there. And uh, a couple of the other guys, Bodan, two goals, 10 assists. And uh, Jacob uh, Jakob, Jakob Galvis, <laughs> um, he has also uh, two goals, 15 assists down there. So... It's quite a log jam. There's also a log jam up here with, you know, a handful of veteran defensemen who are under long-term contracts. And, you know, uh, once the Blackhawks season ends, if there is enough roadway uh, for a playoff run for the Rockford Icehogs, Regula and um, Vlasic will certainly go down there and uh, they'll be in the mix. And, and hopefully all these guys can contribute to, you know, winning a, a round or two uh, in the Calder Cup playoffs. There were some pretty interesting comments made by Mark andre Fleury earlier today about next season and him possibly playing. We'll get to that and a few other things later on. Alex Vlasic is our guest this week. You're listening to Blackhawks Live here on 720 WGN. Reitz was all right. You know, he had he, had, he showed a couple things out there. 
you know, he's 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 getting there. He just he needs to get stronger. Um, he needs to uh, win more puck battles and, and what have you, and play with some pace. He's not skating as fast as he can. So, uh, but uh, he's going to go down. He's going to go back down to Rockford, and he's uh, going to get some meaningful hockey in and uh, and help them because they got a couple of bodies are banged up now. Derek King kind of had a quick trigger with that news. Oh, by the way, <laughs> well, he volunteered it. He did. No, no. Not, a lot of times, coaches won't do that, right? <laughs> well, that, that's why. That's why I say it. not that it was wrong. It's just it often doesn't happen in you know what, that order. You know what Joel would have said? Is 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 Lucas going back to the Myers? Oh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see more on that. Possibly. Uh, I I just I bring that up because Joey's uh, as Joey Zakshevsky's Twitter later on that day was well. Per Derek King, we're getting Lucas Reichel back. And then uh, the Blackhawks officially announced the news earlier today. He's Chris Bowden. I'm Joe Brand. You're listening to Blackhawks Live here on 720 WGN. We've got Alex Vlasic, the young defenseman, uh, coming up after the 730 news. Marc-Andre Fleury earlier today, and this is coming from his agent's Twitter, which this is probably the 500th time we've brought up Alan Walsh on this show, uh, tweeted out Fleury's quote, I would like to play at least another season. I decided that recently. I still love to play. I still have fun. My body is still holding up most of the time. Laughs. So, yes, another season, and then we will see after. That's kind of a different tone than earlier this year. He never officially ruled anything out earlier this year about playing next season. Um, He wasn't even entirely sure if he wanted to leave Chicago, but based on the comments from Kyle Davidson and the fact that he was moved... Marc-Andre Fleury wanted to go to a different team for a chance to win. I don't know if I see him coming back to Chicago next year. I would love to. I would love to. I think his family's still here. They gotta be. Mm -hmm. If anything, he's probably willing to do another year to go and chase the wins record, whether it's a long shot or not. And I don't know if that's... I don't know if living in Chicago is enough to be the Blackhawks goaltender during a rebuild if that is why he is aspiring to continue his career. Yeah, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there would be limited possibilities. Maybe he's just got some juice going now that he's back in a playoff race True. with the Minnesota Wild, although you know, Cam Talbot continues to play well for them, and uh, you know, he'll, he'll certainly get his opportunities. That's just going to be a bang-bang first-round playoff series between the Wild and the St. Louis Blues, who, by the way, are coming in with a nine-game winning streak and are 11-0-1 in their last 12. They're hosting Boston tonight. Um, but I think there would be, be a very finite number of teams uh, that, that he would go to, You know, perhaps go, depending on how the Penguins do and their right. goaltending situation turns out. Maybe he goes back there for one final swan song. If it, if it turns out to be a, a rough... A rough uh, a playoff once again for uh, Casey DeSmith and Tristan Jerry, and um, it's it's kind of int- unbelievably the Vegas Golden Knights are going to miss the playoffs. Now yeah. I know that I know that they have had a ton of injuries to key players this season, but barring a miracle, you know they're sitting here on the outside looking in with uh, eighty-seven points, four points behind Nashville and Dallas, and they have uh, one less game in hand, and they let a golden opportunity. Last night against New Jersey at home, uh, slip away without gaining any points in that contest. And I think they have a pretty rough schedule the rest of the way, too, playing a couple of contenders or teams battling it out. So 
Would he go back to Vegas for one more <laughs> Robin would not like that, though. No, <laughs> no. Uh, I know the Vegas fans would love it. Yep. Um, Pete DeBoer was pretty critical of Robin Leonard after yesterday's loss to the New Jersey Devils. Vegas is chasing L.A., right? Yeah, technically, I, I think they have, they have a better chance, really, of, of tracking down Or at least L.A.'s LA. in front of them in the playoffs, because I, I heard the Kings don't have any opponents... That are that are heading to the playoffs for the rest of the season. The Blackhawks are one of them. Yeah, and so L.A. has ninety points in third in the Pacific. Vegas sitting there with eighty-seven. So I think they have a much better chance. The way Nashville and Dallas have been playing, even though Dallas uh, um, lost last night in Vancouver, uh, the way those those two have been playing, uh, I see them locking down those two wild card spots. So I think Vegas has to set its sights on the L.A. Kings, who are kind of the surprise team in the West this year. And Vancouver just a point behind mm-hmm. the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, the Bruce Boudreaux Kool-Aid that everyone was right. drinking. Um, it, it, it's going to be really interesting to see where Marc-Andre Fleury would go. Um, I, I think the Pittsburgh rumors would just happen immediately. I, I don't see Vegas um, based on how how it would be messy. acceptable it, it, they were from moving on from Fleury with Robin Leonard, well, and they still the had other, him for another year. The other thing is, I don't think Alan Walsh would allow. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Fleur to go back to Vegas after that sword was in the back of his back for sure uh, during the playoffs. Man, a theoretically of years ago. <laughs> and uh, actually on his wardrobe too. Right. Wow, I wonder if that's what uh, went into the thinking with the Vegas uh, uniform. Uh, this weird comparison I just thought of uh, not too long ago. But the Minnesota Wild getting Mark Andre Fleury reminds me of the White Sox getting Craig Kimbrell last year. Hmm. Like we, our goaltenders doing. I mean, clearly you right. got to go. You got to you got to get the extra goal, the the extra piece that has winning success and playoff success. And how are we going to be stopped now? And now it's just, oh, who do we use? But I think that's a good problem to have when you get into the playoffs. And don't forget, Blackhawks fans. You are Minnesota Wild fans this right. year because you would like to see them make it all the way to the Western Conference Final. Yeah, and Minnesota and St. Louis are both playing right now. You know, St. Louis comes in with what a, a uh, one point lead on yeah one point lead on Minnesota nine right game now, winning streak. Minnesota and Montreal are tied at one right now in the second, and St. Louis has a one nothing lead on Boston in the first period. And uh, by the way, a couple guys we just mentioned, the Ice Hogs are playing the Wolves in Rosemont. Isaac Phillips scored to put the Ice Hogs up one nothing uh, midway through the first period. The primary assist going to Lucas Reichel. It was a short trip after last night's game to go into Allstate Arena and join the Ice Hogs here tonight. And it did not take him too long to get right back in the score sheet. Mm-hmm. Alex Vlasic is our guest after the 7.30 news. He's a Will Met guy. He actually grew up a Sharks fan, not a Blackhawks fan. He talks about that and how his sister had a huge impact on his hockey career. After the news with David Jennings next. Welcome back into Blackhawks Live, 720 WGN. We're sitting with Alex Vlasic, young defenseman of the Chicago Blackhawks and a hometown kid from Wilmette. And Alex, what's it uh, been like to, you know, be back here at home, kind of live that home life, but also be an NHL player at the same time? Um, Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, it's kind of weird just being able to, you know, live on my dream playing the NHL, but at the same time, just still kind of have my roots as a kid, like going home on off days and stuff. It's pretty... It's pretty unique, and it's something special that I definitely um, don't take for granted. So, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, dream come true, and it's just a surreal surreal thing to happen. I remember you saying earlier 
maybe it was the last time you were at the United Center before you came here to actually play. You came as a Sharks fan because your cousin was obviously on the team and you were getting booed. So uh, what's that transition like to be booed at the United Center and then to be cheered at the United Center? Yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, I was a big fan of my cousin growing up and, um, you know, he kind of honestly instilled a lot of like a lot of our dreams to play in the NHL to play like professional hockey is like me and my sister and my brother and um so be to be able to finally kind of play against him and um you know that was always a goal of mine to be able to play in the NHL and play against him so um yeah it was just crazy it hasn't really sunk in yet I think it kind of did for my family just being up in the stands and seeing it from there it's a little different but uh for me I'm just really kind of focused on hockey and like playing well how has this transition been for you? It seems like you're pretty much on an incline of growth and talent and, you know, getting more experience. How have you been feeling out there? Yeah, I feel I feel really good. I'm starting to feel way more confident uh, with the puck. You know, first couple of games, super nervous, kind of always just looking down at the other team's bench, looking at their players and wondering, like, what I'm going to do to defend, you know, because you know, every team has, like, a top player in the NHL, so it's pretty crazy to play against like the best players in the world but now it's just kind of not necessarily worrying about like the atmosphere or the other team just focusing on what I do best and kind of trusting my instincts like that's kind of what a lot of people like players and coaches had told me first coming in like just play your game like trust like believe in yourself and none of that really kind of registered with me right away and now it's kind of like everything takes a while to adapt and like you got to adapt to the speed and like the strength and and, like the iq of every player but once you do it's it's just kind of like do the thing that got you here in the first place it just seems like with you lucas reichel um reese johnson uh alec regula everyone's understanding of what the front office is doing it seems like there's a lot of transparency with kyle davidson and you guys Derek king and you guys you know whether it's going down to rockford or not playing that much um but it, it just seems like you guys are on board with that um and and you trust how they feel your development should go do you get that sense and and has that helped your confidence yeah i mean you know they've obviously been in the industry for quite a long time and it's a very successful organization one of the most successful in the nhl so um yeah, just having trust, having belief in, you know, the coaching staff or whoever it is up top, like Kyle and and, and people like that, um, just believing that, you know, what they're doing for, for us is right, uh, what they think, f- like, is best for our development and just kind of trusting in that system. Yeah, it's definitely, um, it's definitely pretty, like, easy to see that they understand, like, what we need to do. Yeah, I mean, because anyone in your position or the other young guys that I mentioned, it, it could be, you know, no, I want to play. I'm here. I want to play. I want to show what I can do. But, I mean, does that surprise you how kind of easily you and those other guys have been taking that whole situation? Um, A little bit, yeah. I mean, you know, it's coming from college, you know, being a top guy on my team, kind of playing like a big role, having a, having a letter, being a big, you know, part of that team, and then coming here you're putting a different, like, totally different scenario where, um, you know, you're not necessarily that big, like, big part of the team right away. You kind of have to earn your spot, earn your role, and it's all just kind of about, like, you know, it's a business at the end of the day, so you kind of have to understand that and understand that, like, what's best for the team comes first. But, um, you know, I think it's just a privilege to be here and, like, whenever things aren't going your way or whenever you're not playing, like, it's you just got to remind yourself you're still in the NHL and it's just, like, a dream come true no matter what. What has been some of the coolest things about that dream coming true and being in the NHL? Um, I mean, I don't know. I think just playing, you know, obviously playing with, like, Kane, like, Taze, Jones, like, all those players, it's 
it's super like it's just weird almost because it doesn't feel real but um i think honestly just playing against like some of the other players in the league playing against like playing in some of the rinks of other teams like we went to nashville like vegas i didn't play the vegas game but just the atmosphere and all these like nhl barns it's like it's crazy it's unlike anything i've ever ever seen or experienced like in college or anything like that like minnesota was crazy um but yeah it's just like i think that's the coolest part is is just how um how different everything is and how like intense it is to play against like these these unreal players Derek King has mentioned how you can benefit from you know going on those trips even if you're not playing in those games what have you benefited from those situations um i think you know morning or uh, skates and stuff when teams like if you're not playing if you're a scratch like you will skate before the game um like earlier in the day or like if you have a day where the team's not practicing a lot of times like you'll practice if you're on the road if you're a um a healthy scratch and honestly just those like experiences uh skating with our skills coach like brian Keane, and when i was in uh california like that trip we went to vegas as well uh tyler johnson was still coming back from an injury and i was able to skate with him and just learn so much from him because that's kind of like the first week or two weeks like when i was here where things were just like adapting for me still i wasn't really used to the, the speed of the play and like how smart everyone was and he was like helping me kind of break down certain plays and like what like because he had been on tampa bay obviously like what Hedman had done and like kind of learning from it's just like unreal like being able to learn from so many players that have like had so much success and, and being able to like translate that into your game Talk with Alex Vlasic here on Blackhawks Live 720 WGN. Uh, can, can you be a little specific in some of the better advice you've gotten from whether it's Seth Jones or Jonathan Taves or anyone else on the team? Something that's really stuck with you? Um, yeah, I mean, I think Riley Stillman, like, he would always kind of talk to me and just say, like, he, I forget exactly what the quote was. It was like, you don't have or you have more time than you think, but not as much as you want. And I feel like that definitely stuck with me, like, right when you get here like you're just worried like as soon as you touch the puck somebody's gonna be right on you and a lot of times it is like that but like you definitely do like you don't have to necessarily get rid of the puck right away I find like that's like the first couple games just so nervous like firing the puck right off my stick like not really trying to make it like a smart play with it but um I think now it's more like yeah like you do realize you have more time with it but let's like as soon as you kind of try to like mess around with it a little bit guys are on you and that's funny because I feel like Derek King, one of the first things he said about your game was how crisp your passing is as a defenseman. Um, and I feel like that just makes you want to pass the puck a little bit more, too. So, I mean, that's got to feel good. That's got to help your confidence a lot to get that information and, and be able to use it so quickly. Yeah, I think, like, being able to use that to my advantage. Like, obviously, I, th- I think I'm a pretty good skater for my size, but I'm not going to be a defenseman that's necessarily skating the puck every time I get it. So being able to kind of get the puck you know like analyze my options and make a good first pass is what you know it's going to keep me here and hopefully keep me for a couple more years but um yeah i think like a first like a hard first pass is something that i pride myself in and will uh look look to do a little bit more in my future illinois and the chicagoland area is is a decent hockey area but it's not the biggest what about illinois hockey or just growing up here uh, and playing the game do you think allowed help your career the most and how can it even evolve even more um yeah i mean there's a lot of good youth hockey programs around here started off at uh the walmart braves like my hometown team my dad was actually my coach we had a we like joke like to joke around and say we had a dynasty team because we <laughs> uh we won like all the tournaments we could have won in our might year 
like Silver Stick State, like our league and everything. So it was pretty. Oh, that was a pretty fun year. I still remember that, and all the guys like that were on that team with were texting me when I signed and like playing my first games. Like they keep coming to the games and stuff. So it's it's pretty funny like that. But um, yeah, I mean, in Mission Chicago Young Americans. I played on those two teams. Um, you know, over at the Mission, we had a good team, really good coaching staff, and um, they definitely helped me. Um, you know, take my game to the next level, but. Uh, I think honestly, my sister was a huge role in that as well. Just she plays in the NWHL for uh, the Connecticut Whale, and she was always a big role model for me. Um, you know, dragging me outside to do sprints or something, or um, always making sure that I was uh, staying on my toes with like workouts and stuff. So she's been a big, big role in, in all that, and um, definitely couldn't be where I am without her. Your sister's older. What's her name? Yeah, Emma Vlasic. She's uh, 25. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, did did you get uh, peer pressure to play any other sports? I mean, have you always been this big, or did you have a growth spurt? Or um, I did play soccer growing up, just kind of because I think everybody pretty much did where where I was or like from. Like you just play soccer till you're a little bit like you're eight or nine or whatever, and then you decide if you want to keep going. But I stopped. I switched to baseball. Um, I liked baseball quite a bit. Um, switched between like first base pitcher, but never really was a good hitter at all. Too big of a strike zone, wasn't coordinated <laughs> enough for that. But um, no, like I definitely wanted to play basketball, but it was always kind of the same season as hockey. So I never really got a chance to do that, but I did love playing like at recess or whatever in gym and like just in our driveway all the time. So definitely wish I kind of looked into that, but I'm obviously happy where I am right now. So can't really complain. Yeah, yeah, I think you're in a pretty good spot right now. That's Alex Vlasic. Alex, thanks so much for taking the time with us and uh, best of luck the rest of the way. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll have more Blackhawks Live coming up next, 720 WGN. One last stop here on Blackhawks Live before we close out the penultimate, penultimate show. Wow. I, I don't even know if that's the proper term. Um, I think that's the next to last. We have two left. Right? Well, that, so, that's yeah. why I called it the penultimate, uh, penultimate the, show. Penult- okay, penultimate times two. <laughs> that's what I said, the penultimate to the penultimate <laughs> show. Uh, he's Chris Bowden. I'm Joe Brand. Final moments here of Blackhawks Live. Great conversation with Alex Vlasic. Big mm-hmm. thanks to the Blackhawks for uh, allowing that to happen. Uh, great young kid, big guy. It's really going to be fun to see him grow. I mean, I, I don't think... Upwise, I think outwise, where he'll start to mm-hmm. fill into his body. But you know, Chris, we've been talking about the Rockford Ice Hogs so much. They've got a two nothing lead over the Chicago Wolves after a period. Goals by actually, I already forgot who the first goal was scored by. Isaac the, Phillips. Isaac Phillips. That's mm-hmm. right. Somebody we already talked about. Mike Hardman scored the second goal. Very tricky goal. Left circle. His body, his stick was over to the left. An awkward shot. But uh, yeah, two nothing Rockford. Well, yeah, you're doing the extra work, the play by play, checking out the actual highlight. While uh, while I'm not. But yeah, the, the Ice Hogs have had really good success this year uh, against uh, the Wolves because the Wolves are leading the league. They have a 10-point clearance to the second-best uh, point total in the league, and the Wolves uh, have gone, what is it, 7-2-0-1 against the Wolves this season. So uh, uh, good on them. Um, I remember a few years back in Jeremy Colleton's 
last season, last full last full season in Rockford when he took the team to the playoffs. Uh, that was I'm not sure if it was a first or second round matchup, but uh, who knows? Maybe we'll, maybe we'll see some of this again. The uh, you know jo- Joey Z, our buddy, sending out notes that the uh, the Ice Hogs can clinch. It's the magic number is five, but they, there's a scenario where they could clinch as soon as tomorrow if they take care of business tonight and tomorrow in Grand Rapids and Grand Rapids loses tonight, uh, they could be uh, clear for the playoffs. So you know, hopefully, get these young guys some postseason experience, a taste of that. I want to say there was a game earlier this year, Lucas Reichel had to leave because of a hard hit from the Wolves mm-hmm. and then he ended up scoring the game-winning goal in the shootout or, or something like yeah, that. Just yeah. one just yeah. one of the wins for the Rockford Ice Hogs over the Chicago Wolves. And the AHL is so screwy this year because uh, they had been dealing with COVID, but they haven't been making up all their games. Uh, they've got the old-school wins, loss, overtime losses, shootout losses, so it kind of goes down to winning percentage. I thought math was not going to be a part of this just job, but unfortunately <laughs> it is way too I'm explaining often. why it's not. That That's what I'm saying. I'm basically over-explaining why it's too complicated 16, to explain it. 16-team playoff fields, 14 have clinched already, uh, to, as I understand it, but 10 of those have come in the Wolves Conference, and only four in the opposite conference. Yeah, so. I mean, you, you look. we're looking at the AHL.com standings, and there's all the X's underneath the division that, uh, or the conference that the Wolves and the Hawks and, are in. And I don't even, maybe we'll break this down on next week's show because there there are some really low percentage, but they've still clinched playoff spots. Yeah, I, I, We might have I to. Know. <laughs> we might have if, to. If Joey Z's off next Tuesday, That's night, true. maybe we should just get him, get a, get a primer on how all this works. Well, with that being said, Chris, I mean, four games are. Uh, I should say six games left. The next time we talk, there will be four games played. Uh, anything to keep an eye out for in your eyes well, heading down the stretch? Yeah, just see uh, how, how these uh, young guys continue to grow. Yeah, Let's see how often they throw Vlasic in there. I know Derek King's uh, you know, kind of mantra has been you don't necessarily throw him out there every game, but uh, you know, let's see when he's given his opportunities. Same for Regula, what they can do with that. Um, good to see Tyler Johnson finally get a, a goal in the yeah, first time in forever. Uh, but uh, it's been a long season for him in many ways. And let's see if we can get the cat his 40th goal of the season. He's got six games to do it. If he does that, he would become just the fourth in franchise history to reach uh, multiple 40 goal seasons. Before he was age 25, Jeremy Roenick did it a bunch of times. Uh, Al Secord was the other, and um, the third was Steve Larmer. Steve Larmer. So that would be joining some some very elite companies. So hopefully the cat can get that done here. I'm confident he can. That would have been a great Boykies question. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Curtis. We're out of Boykies too. We're out of Boykies too. Uh, big thanks to our producer Curtis Koch, our engineer Brett Jackson, Alex Flasic for giving us some time in the Blackhawks as well. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. He's Chris Bowden. I'm Joe Brand. Thanks for listening to Blackhawks Live.